Life, whether you like it or not, happens to everyone. We don't get to choose our testimony, but we are called to share the journey. Hi, everybody. I'm BJ Foster, and this is Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Let's do this thing. In this week's episode, meet Gay Aquino Shirk, who met and married the man of her dreams, a single dad of three, only to lose him to COVID, begging and pleading for God to spare his life for the sake of his kids. But God's answer was no. Going from being newly married to a widow with three teenage kids and no parenting experiences, all in the blink of an eye. We call this episode, When Desperate Prayers Go Unanswered, Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Good morning, BJ. Good morning, Gay. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Uh, I just feed, I just uh, drop off the boys from uh, to school. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. I normally <laughs> would be in my office, but we got snowed in, so our schools are closed down today. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a, I actually, I, I always, um, you know, in California, there's no <laughs> like snow in my area. But I, I can totally like relate to that when I used to live in Canada, like snowstorm is is common already right <laughs> that's right i forgot you're from canada <laughs> so where are you now simi valley yeah in simi valley okay I, I i i really enjoyed the weather because um you be, i've been to the worst flood in the philippines right um the crazy hot weather humid mm-hmm now I'm in California. I said, this is paradise. <laughs> Plus the winter storm in Canada where, you know, 2013 people cannot find their car. Right. Oh, that's right. So you went from the typhoons in, in the Philippines mm-hmm. to the major snowstorms in Canada. And now you're in paradise <laughs> in California. <laughs> I weathered the storm. The, the, I weathered the weather. I conquered the weather. <laughs> Everybody, this is my new friend. I always call all of my guests my friend, whether I've known <laughs> them for a week, which is in this case, or I've known them for decades. But uh-huh. I do have Gay on today, and she's got quite a testimony that she's going to be sharing with us. So I can't wait for you to hear a story. So Gay, I'm going to hand it over to you to just, first of all, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your little family, and then just begin the, the journey to what brought you here today. Okay. All right. Um, hello to all the listeners out there. My name is Gay Aquino Shirk. I was raised and born from the Philippines, uh, then got baptized in 1998 in a singles ministry. Uh, in 2011, I accepted a job offer in Canada and lived there for almost seven years. Hmm. In 2016, a single dad named Jack Shirk, widowed of three kids, from LA Church reached out to me 
that was on and off chat for almost seven years. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, he came to visit me in Canada um, with his three kids. His daughter, Maddie, his two sons, Jensen and Justin. Uh, Maddie is now 20 years old, uh, 19 years old, sorry. And uh, Jensen is 16 years old, while Justin is 14 years old. So uh, back then, Jack came to visit me in Canada. Mm-hmm. On the same year, we became dating, got engaged, and got married in 2017. Wow. Our All love in one story. Year. Yeah, in, uh, one year in the making. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Our love story is more than seven years in the making, actually, more than seven years. Mm-hmm. I always tell Jack that I fell in love with the kids first before I fell in love with him. <laughs> and he always responded and said, I don't care what, whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> On our wedding uh, day, Maddie, Jack's beautiful daughter, was my junior maid of honor. Mm-hmm. Jensen was Jack's junior best man and Justin was the ring bearer. Uh, it was a beautiful moment when the three kids walked down the aisle to celebrate a union as one beautiful family. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happily married with Jack for two and a half years. He is a very spiritual, faithful man of God, uh, a loving dad and a loving husband. In 2021 um, of October, after battling with COVID for three weeks, mm-hmm. after all the hoping and prayers, fasting, vigil, that he would recover, uh, God's will was to take him home to heaven at the age of 59. Um, the, that was the most difficult moment in my life. Um, mm-hmm. I was heartbroken um, and devastated to lose my husband at the early stage of our marriage mm-hmm. and added the pain to witness the three innocent kids who already lost their mom 12 years ago. Oh, wow. And, and now lost their dad. So by faith, I have a very unique situation being blessed as a single parent of three beautiful kids. I always tell them that I may not be their biological mother, but they are the only children I have given to me as a gift from God. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let me ask you something real quick, Gay. I'm sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. three weeks into having COVID, he passed away. Yeah. Was that during the time, were you able to be with him? Remember during that time when we couldn't, they wouldn't allow anybody into the hospitals and all of that, were you able to be by his side? Not at all. Um, that was, no. that added to the struggle that we have because the kids wants to see him. Uh, so we've been like on and off Zooming and it was it was hard because we're not allowed to to visit him. Right. So um, he was he was lonely in the hospital. Yeah. And the kids keep on telling me almost every day, when is dad going to come home? When is dad going to come home? So we pray. That's why that's my motivation for them to pray together. Like, come on, let's pray so that dad will going to come home soon. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it was it was a struggle. So there was there was like once or once that they allowed me. I really begged. I really begged the. The social worker to allow me right um but from a distance only like just yeah. we yeah 
Wow. Mm -hmm. Were the kids ever able to see him beforehand? No, it's just my daughter that last, um, during the last few hours before oh, wow. they, they need to uh, take off the life support. Mm. So so the doctor called me the 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 most like the 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 hardest news that I ever received and the doctor called me and told me that you need to come to the um to the hospital right now because there might be like you know a few hours left or a minutes that you you know you you will have a chance to say goodbye uh, yeah. to your husband. I said, can I take the kids? And then the doctor said, oh, how old are they? So they, I told them that they're 14 and 16 and 19. Now we will let you, and then they told me that we will let you um, uh, be with the 19 years old, but the boys, they're not allowed because they're minors. Wow. So it's just me and his daughter mm -hmm. witness when they took out the life support. Well, I'm sorry. In the hospital, yeah. 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 I wasn't, when, when I remember when Jack was already moved to, before he moved to the, um, the, the, to the ICU and told them that uh, he's going to be in the ventilator and everything, mm -hmm. Jack texted me and the whole, we have a, a group of best of friends in the mm -hmm. church, mm -hmm. uh, texted me that if something happens to me, um, Gay will take care of the kids. She's the best choice. So she also texted our, our evangelist. Right. So when, when he told me that, I cannot process it. Hmm. So I was thinking, I'm, I'm not prepared for this. Like, there's no way I can handle this. So it's so hard for me to absorb. I'm still, you know, the hoping and that, you know, this, this will not going to happen. So when the the thing happened like I was thinking I was I felt like I was in a movie in a movie I, I only see this kind of uh, scenario mm -hmm. in the movies like mm -hmm. you know there's a death or everything I was totally like shocked right and plus I was thinking about the kids I don't no longer you know when when you know BJ when um when uh during the, the desperate prayer uh that was the desperate prayer that i had because um i was thinking of um you know i prayed for this i vigiled mm -hmm. I, I i even i even negotiated with with with, with, with god, god. Uh, yeah <laughs> where you know because my, my mom has been battling with his with her uh with her um uh situation as well with her health mm -hmm. for more than like two years already I even like negotiated with Jack that she, God can take my mom and just for the sake of the kids you know they would right. they, that he would allow Jack to leave but you know um, it didn't happen so I was in the very peak of that of that um, like uh, negotiation negotiating with God that he doesn't have to to care about my prayers or the prayers of a lot of people in the church. Mm -hmm. um, just, I was hoping that God were going to answer the prayer of the three kids. Right. It's not, it's no longer about my prayer. It's the prayer of the three innocent kids. Right. 
So, but you know, so after those things were happened, um, you know, when it's the first thing that I broke the news to the, I called my best friend. She's the, you know, she's the best friend of Jack ever mm-hmm. since, you know, during, you know, his first marriage. Like, I said, I, I cannot, I cannot break the news to the kids. And then, so she came over. She went with me. And so I told my, my daughter to come over because there will be no more time for us to bid goodbye for her dad mm-hmm. so her first question was is he gonna die I said I just come over just you know let us visit him to the hospital so so we went and then you know so um so it happened and um he was the my 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 daughter was the one who broke the news she, she said she voluntarily broke the news to the boys Mm-hmm. So uh, we picked them up from school, and then she said, "I'll be the one to tell the boys." Right. So <laughs> we were in the room as as family. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Oh, be, uh, well, why did you pick us up early <laughs> from school?" I said, "No, oh, we just have to like talk as family, something like that." Mm-hmm. So we were in the room, and then. Uh, I said, okay, before we talk and, and let's pray together. So, we, you know, I, I led the prayer. And then she said, she no longer, she can no longer come home with us. So the first question is why? And then my daughter said, he already passed away. So they keep on asking, why, why, why? We just hug each other. You know, they hug each other as as siblings all together. Mm. So um from that on uh, uh you know we prepare everything um you know moving forward prepare everything the funeral and everything and you know I, I'm so amazed about my my daughter my stepdaughter mm-hmm. her resilience mm-hmm. to step up like okay so this is gonna be you know the funeral we're gonna be we're planning to have the funeral about this this date blah 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 you know i was i was there like so emotional (laughs) (laughs) sobbing and everything but she's her resilient is like you know i'm so i'm really amazed she's really uh my rock when it Mm -hmm. comes to this dealing with this emotion so um I, i was afraid that that the since the Jack has no will, that the that somebody will gonna take away the kids from me. Right. And little did I know that the process were gonna be like if the first since Maddie's already 19 years old, if there's someone who who can take the kids, it's her. Also, I did it's only there that you know um I was able to to learn all of this. But then I eventually um after all the the funerals and everything, um, you know the hardest thing, one of the hardest thing, when I was shopping for the color of the casket mm-hmm. <laughs> of Jack, because mm-hmm. um, that was the year also that we're planning to buy a house, and and I was thinking, 
I'm we're supposed to buy a furniture. Now I'm shopping for a casket. Oh wow! <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So um, aside from that, you know, we planned for the funeral. Uh, we only had a very intimate, uh, family because that was a request mm-hmm. of the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have a biological family around. Right. Uh So um. Me, the, the, the our family is the church family mm-hmm. i have like i have biological and relatives here in in the the, the in california where they came and in oh, celebrated with me but the kids they don't have a biological you know. right jack the, jack is the only son and his parents is is already um gone passed away wow so um you know uh we had a very beautiful celebration Life, life, life celebration, celebration of life mm-hmm. you know they said that it was because Jack has been to a three different region mm-hmm. so all of the region united to celebrate oh. it was packed like people cannot even Good. <laughs> enter the you know the building right um, you know we shared testimony and everything and a lot of people uh, like shared uh, you know beautiful stories about Jack so after that um so after everything we're back to to our normal life right um so i asked i asked my daughter um now that your dad is gone you know you know as as, as a as their stepmom jack would gonna be always the jack is the connection between me and the kids right and i i asked her now that your dad is gone um Will will I still be part of, uh, part of the family, or will you still consider me as your parent? Wow. And then she said, "Why do you ask that?" Hmm. I said, "Why did Why do you ask that?" Um, God chose you. Dad chose you, and we love you. Of course, you always gonna be our our mom. You're gonna always gonna be our our parent. Wow. My so we hug <laughs> because that's 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 actually my insecurities because I felt like you know I'm not good enough for them. Mm-hmm. So that that made me um that's an approval for me to like okay decide uh, whatever uh, plan that we have as family. So um uh I don't have I don't know I, I don't know how to do it so. One of our one of the brother in the church recommended a um, an attorney who specializes in in family trust and everything. Um, uh, so the, to process being mm-hmm. their um, their legal guardian, mm-hmm. um, because initially Maddie wants to adopt the kids, um, but the attorney advised her that. You know, you're young. You have still have a lot of things to do in your life, right? Um, you, you know, but gay is here, who's more mature, who's willing to help. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it will be a big um a big responsibility for you. So right. she processed because she's very protective, protective about of her brothers you know, of her brothers because to to, to and there's another story because Jack got married after the mom passed away 
and they have a very, very bad uh, situation. They were physically abused, mm-hmm. emotionally abused. So she's very protective. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I told her that um, it's okay. Whatever is your decision, I will always be here for you. And then she, she finally decided that, okay, I mean, you can... Um, so so the uh the attorney advised her to 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 be as their legal guardian. I don't have to adopt them. Mm-hmm. Um, legal guardian is at the age of eighteen. They could you know do decide on their own as as you know as an adult. Right. So yeah. So um, there's a lot of like court hearing and everything. Um, because they investigated my background, they called even the school and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, I, I was approved to be their legal guardian after like six months. Okay. So yeah. So now I'm their legal guardian. So we were we've been um, doing our best mm-hmm. to move forward as family. Uh, I am so amazed on how God. Um. Through, through his grace and through the village in the church. Right. They were able to be there for us, uh, to help us on our journey as as family and as, as a single parent as well. That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. I was going <laughs> to ask you, what was the trans, transition like for you? Because you went from not being a mom, you know, mm-hmm. to now all of a sudden alone being a single mom. And there's so much, I'm sure, in which you... I know when we spoke, well, you just feel inadequate. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to handle this, you know, but yet you were thrust into this situation because God chose you. Jack chose you. God chose you. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, it had to bring up all sorts of feelings of insecurity, inadequacy. I'm not really sure how to handle it. I also need their help (laughs) in going through this. And Especially with, with my daughter, I told her that, you know, the, the, the most stressful, one of the most stressful part for me is who's going to pick up the kids? Who's gonna, <laughs> you know, who's going to pick up the, who's going to. Yeah, the day to day. The day to day. So mm-hmm. um, because I also have a full time job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I told Mary that, you know, we made an arrangement that I'll be the one to drop off the kids and she'll be the one to pick up, the you know. Right. The However. There was a time that she also needs to work. She accepted a job, a job because she also needs a life. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, I have like a long list of my options. Who's gonna pick up the <laughs> <laughs> Like I met, I met a a a a, a friend who, who became my my super close friend mm-hmm. at the gym uh, <laughs> back then. So I said, oh no, you know, he he does he. Maybe she's available, so she's one of my resort. Like she's, she said she can always text me if you need if you need someone to pick up the boys. Right. So there's another brothers and sisters who initiated that if they're available, they're gonna be free. I have my cousin also. <laughs> so those are the things that you know um, that for 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 one year I was able to um, uh, to have the victory of surviving all those kind of like yeah. stress. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, and then when it comes to um, like even financially, mm-hmm. uh, we were able to stretch out whatever, you know, uh, we have uh, yeah. so far. Uh, God provides. God provides. Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, I'm just so amazed on how God provisions um, came during the time that I underestimated his capacity right. to do amazing things like yeah. that. Yeah. Always yeah. comes through. How, how was, this is, I just want to see how you managed to get through everything spiritually. And I know you said you went through praying for God, you know, mm-hmm. negotiating. I love that. You use mm-hmm. that word negotiating with God. And um, mm-hmm. then you stopped praying on your behalf and you said, God answered the kids prayers. Mm-hmm. And then that answer was no. He chose yeah. to take dad after all. How did that impact you spiritually? Did you have to struggle through that? Were you surrendered to that? How did you, well, how did you get to surrender to mm. that? It was it was a big uh, effect on my prayer life, mm-hmm. BJ. Um, how could, how, in, in my mind, how could I, I, Ask for another prayer when the last prayer, important prayer that I prayed, wasn't answered by God. Mm. Yeah. So um, it's no longer, you know, you know, you know, it, it's in the scripture that uh, your 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 faith, your faith will gonna move mountains. So I was thinking, I questioned my faith. Maybe my faith mm-hmm. wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe when I went to a uh, Jericho. Uh, walk of like 10 times 15 times maybe it's that's not enough maybe i should have done like 20 times <laughs> like or like or when i fasted maybe i fasted i didn't pass it enough or maybe i'm not right good enough to be you know to take care of jack or everything i question my capacity as right. as a disciple yeah but then you know as i dig into um into the the scripture about God's grace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I asked God to like help me to pray because I cannot, I cannot pray. I can. It's so hard for me. I, I really underestimated uh, my capacity to pray. Mm-hmm. Even the the prayer of the kids. However, you know, I came to like realize that. Um, you know what's my true confession? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, is my true confession still? You know, Jesus is my Lord after all the things that happened, mm-hmm. and, and brings me back even the the, the scripture about the grace of God, wherein, um, you know, during our weakness, it is God's grace who give us strength, right? And um, it is. It is not God's providence and God's miracle not only happened in an answered prayer. Yeah. And it, it also happened during the times that even though he didn't answer. Unanswered. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It, he will, he, God will gonna get, help you get through the challenges. So, right. um, so I, I saw God. So, so God, um, gave me an opportunity to see him not mm-hmm. only through scripture not only through an answered prayer not only to the preaching of the most powerful uh, evangelist right. i experienced god in a deeper way wherein i was able to experience his providence like looking back one year 
I didn't even know that I survived more than one year of <laughs> being a single parent. <laughs> so, so, um, for me, that was God. Yeah. So yeah, it was that's, hard in the beginning. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> that that's no, that's that's so beautiful. It makes me think of the scripture. Oh my goodness, I can't pull up the the passage right now. But he says, um, "I've known, I've heard of you, but now I've seen you face to face." You know, and a lot of times our our faith, as you're saying, becomes real when we go mm-hmm. through something that's so incredible, mm-hmm. so intense, and mm-hmm. it maybe doesn't end the way we want it to, but God shows himself. Yeah, you know, true. he may not open, he may not make the way we want, but he always makes a way, you know? So his, his, your unanswered prayer was God's answer to prayer. It yeah, was, true. it was time for him to bring Jack home, but he was like, but I'm going to make a way for you and the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. As you shared, you've got a wonderful church family surrounding you. Just got a, a great community mm-hmm. that has helped you get through it all. Listen, yeah. God can take something sad mm-hmm. and make it something beautiful. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, and that's what we're seeing. So the kids are doing well now. You guys are all mm-hmm. you stabilized. It's stabilized. Um uh, you know, BJ, one thing that I I I need to get a lot of encouragement from God in order for me to impart that encouragement and hope for the kids. Yeah. Because it was shattered in the beginning. Yeah. So I had a, I had like one-on-one conversation with them in a like few months ago. Like, because I don't want them to be affected by their faith as well, because you, you know, their mom and dad is a very faithful disciple. Mm-hmm. And I want them to be to grow up to be a faithful disciple as well. Right. So I had a one-on-one talk with them. Like, um, I told them that I'm sure your dad wrestled with God. Mm-hmm. I'm sure your dad negotiated with God during mm-hmm. the time that he needs to um, go to heaven. And I'm sure he would say like, oh, this is going to be my plan for Maddie. She's going to be a great wife. She's going to be a, uh, you know, um, she's going to have a family. I'm sure God already orchestrated or like, you know, showed everything about God's plan for your dad. And that made your dad, okay, God, we're going to take care of my kids. Comforted him. So it comforted her. Like, yeah. yeah. And then one thing that I, I told her that God didn't just leave you. Right. And like, okay, okay, I'm going to go to heaven. So I'm sure uh, your dad showed, I mean, God showed your dad about his, his plan for you guys. Mm-hmm. And, and then I asked, and, and then I asked uh, Maddie, do you believe that? And then she said, uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. I, I, I also asked the boys like one-on-one, like, mm-hmm. do you believe that your dad negotiated you know, with God, and I'm sure she laid down everything about, you know, his plan for you. And mm. I'm sure your mom and dad is up in heaven uh, looking after you, like, you know, and I'm sure your dad is talking to your mom right now, and <laughs> and, 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 and they're gonna, like, catching up about, you know, Justin is a great kid. And then, you know what the, what Justin said, like, uh, I'm sure dad will not, can, we're not gonna catch up with mom because mom is watching over me (laughs) 
and and she knows what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. So those are my conversations, and 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 I keep on asking them so that they would they would have a reassurance, like um asking them that do you believe that God loves you? And then, yeah, uh huh. <laughs> so that's that's one may one way of assuring me that they're fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, you are doing an amazing job. So mm-hmm. let me just encourage you and to say that you are speaking truth, you're speaking God into the lives of those kids. And that's really all God is asking of you. And I'm sure Jack and their mom up in <laughs> heaven are rejoicing that they have a gay who is uh-huh. who has wrapped herself around their babies. So I'm I'm super proud of you. Oh, thank you, BJ. Um, um, I'm still in I'm still in between. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not there yet. Right. Like even uh, about the scripture that when you pass. <laughs> through the deep waters you know i will be with you when god right. said I'm, I'm still in the deep water i'm still in a yeah. burning flame but the assurance that god we're gonna be with me all throughout is my comfort that yeah. you know um is the assurance that god will help me go through these challenges yeah. yeah yeah well continue to do what you're doing which is when you find yourself or you feel that you're sinking you're drowning, mm-hmm. you're reaching out to people to help pull you up. You know, the beautiful thing is that God is not calling you to do this by yourself. So mm-hmm. I am going to be praying for the community of people he's put around you. You can add me to your community list. I will. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that the scripture, um, the scripture that really um is helping me is in Psalm one one nine six seven mm-hmm. that it says that before I was afflicted I went astray, but now I keep your word. So it is good for me that I was afflicted that I might learn your status. Right. Because there are nutrients. There, there are nutrients. There are like learnings. Yeah. That that you cannot learn in any other way. That you can only learn through suffering. You can That's only right. learn through pain. That okay, if Job has a story, if David has a story, I have a story that I've learned to my affliction. Yeah. Um, that I could impart it to, to other people that I don't have, you know, um, that I could share it. I may not be the most effective or the most, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, powerful public speaker, but mm-hmm. I could share it through my experience. Right. So, and and for me, uh, God uh, used me, or I would say this is this is the ministry that God had put me. That I don't even want this kind of ministry, BJ. Yeah. Who 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 wants to be a who wants to have a ministry of being a widow of three kids? I never prayed for this kind of ministry. Right. But you know, in the most painful way, God, we're gonna put you in a ministry where it is your calling. So for me. I would, this is my calling. <laughs> yeah. He's gone before you and prepared you for it. You yeah. know, um, I always tell my, my, actually my tagline to this podcast is we don't get to choose our testimony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, 
but we are called to share the journey. So as you're saying, this isn't what you would have chosen, but God chose it for you. And as you share your journey, share how you're surviving, how you're getting through it. There's another gay out there. There's Mm -hmm. another person out there who they don't see it coming, but right around the corner, they're going to end up having to take on, you know, kids or take on a situation that they never thought themselves prepared for. But when they hear your story, it gives them strength. It gives them courage. It gives them hope, you know? So everything that we go through, exactly what you're saying, it all the hardships and struggles we go through is not just for us, but yeah. it's for somebody else that we may never get a chance to see or mm-hmm. may never know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Even, even savoring the moment, like, mm-hmm. well, like what I said, I'm still in between. It, there, there's still no, there's still no, what's going to happen, you know, after right. five years or two years. Right. Like, I'm savoring the moment of now because this this moment mm-hmm. will not gonna be you know it will not gonna happen this moment of being close to God it will not gonna happen if the sun comes out tomorrow or after a few days so I, I'm savoring this moment yeah. of being in the peak of the challenges in my life so yeah, yeah. <laughs> amen amen <laughs> No one ever said that this was going to be an easy journey, right? Yeah. I need a lot of more prayers. Well, we will continue to be praying for you. And Mm -hmm. again, I'm just super proud of you. Um, When I hear stories like you, it just gives me strength. It gives me courage uh, to keep battling whatever comes my way. You know, you just, Mm -hmm. none of us knows what's around the corner. But as we see other people are putting one foot in front of the other and still, still moving, it encourages the rest of us to do the same. So I'm again. I'm Thank a new. You. I'm a new fan. <laughs> We're gonna be BFF now. There you go. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you, girl, for sharing your story. Thank I, I, you. Thank I'm you. Just again, I have chills because I'm just inspired by you. Thank you, BJ, for giving yeah. me a chance as well to uh, share my story. You're welcome. All right, girl. I will talk okay, with girl. you soon. Okay, I will. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for your time. Always, I say thank you for joining me. It has been a pleasure to hear testimony shared this week, and we will be back next week for another incredible life story. Please check out my website, enoughasyouare.com. You can find all my books and all of my writings there. I appreciate again your time. I pray that God will be with you. And until next week, be on the lookout for the hand of God. Go ahead, Dave. Play us out.